Hey Wofford fans, Phil Marcello here, welcoming you into Conquer and Prevail, Tracking the Terriers, presented by Pinnacle Hospitality. Each week on Conquer and Prevail, we will check in with various Wofford Athletic staff members to see what they are doing to keep their programs ready for action. On this episode, we saw with Brittany Wilbur and Michael Wilson. Wofford fans, we now welcome on a senior for the women's tennis team, Brittany Wilbur. Brittany, thanks for joining Conquer and Prevail today. Of course, thanks for having me on. Let's start where, where you're at now. Are you back home in Texas? Yeah, I am in Texas. I'm in San Antonio. Okay. And what's, what, what's been keeping you busy during the, the summer period? Yeah, so I've been coaching tennis at my dad's tennis club here, but I also am grateful to have an internship at the Alamo Dome, which is like a sporting arena here in San Antonio. And I'm working on um, sporting events for 2021 and the women's final four. What more can you tell us, like specifically, what are you doing on a day-to-day basis with some of those things? Because that, that sounds pretty, pretty official. Yeah, yeah. So at the Alamo Dome, I'm mostly taking care of like talking to athletes that are basketball players playing Division One, and just like doing some grunt stuff for the people I work for, like sending emails and making sure everything's intact for these events that are coming up, but also having to cancel a lot of them, which is upsetting. But um yeah, and tennis-wise, I'm still playing because I have to keep in shape for my season, but also getting to work with high schoolers and try to motivate them to play college tennis as well. Now, some fans that are watching this probably recognize you from your work with Terry Vision. <laughs> you, you've helped cover a lot of Wofford Athletics the last couple of years. When did you know that, you know, reporting or broadcasting was something that you were interested in? Yeah, I just love sports. I love the idea of sports. And I've always been, not to toot my horn, but I love to talk to people, and I think I'm good at talking with people, so I wanted to incorporate both of my loves of, like, talking to people, being with people, and also getting their story and sports and all of it, so I just thought that was a great fit for me, and I love that Terrier Vision is giving me the opportunity to get experience and do it for my school. Well, you've done a great job, and we're looking forward to this, this incoming year as, as you're going to be senior helping us out once again. We mentioned that you were from Texas. What, like, tell us about your recruitment to Wofford. How did you end up in South Carolina? Yeah, so um, I just, I was, did a lot of research with, I wanted a balance between sports and academics. So I did a lot of research and it brought me to the South. So my junior year of high school, I went on a recruiting trip and just visited a bunch of schools on the East Coast and Wofford stood out to me. I went on a visit there. I was like, okay, this is definitely in my top three, but then I met coach Chrissy Hall, who's our head coach and fell in love with her and I was like I'm sold so I I could have committed on the spot but she wanted me to go on an official and do all the rest so I was easily sold. (laughs) That's awesome and you referenced your your academics you were National Honor Society in high school and you've earned multiple SOCON academic awards since being at Wofford. Uh, What do you think it is that motivates you to excel both on the court and in the classroom? I think I I learn a lot of discipline through tennis and I think the sport tennis has helped me become a better student with balancing my hours getting things done early so I can go train or go work out Um, so definitely playing tennis has helped my academics as well yeah you're kind of forced in a sense with with time constraints you have to do do your work and make sure you get it done now on the court obviously the season it got cut short but you had some good success before everything was cut short Uh, you know you were six and three you won seven doubles matches what do you think you can carry into your final season from this past spring season? 
Yeah, I think everyone's in the same boat. I mean, we all got cut short. So I think as long as we all stay positive and still work hard, I think we can continue our momentum that we are having in the spring this past season. You have one year left, but when you think back on it now, is there a match or, or anything specific that is the highlight of your tennis career so far while you've been at Wofford? Oh, yeah, totally. Last or my sophomore year, two seasons ago, we were at the conference tournament and we beat Mercer first round, which is the first time we've gotten to the semis of the SOCON tournament. So that was a huge win for us. And the group we had of girls were just, we just so much fun to win with. So that was the highlight of my college career so far. That's huge. Now let's get to know you a little bit more. Uh, what is something fans may not know about you? Oh gosh. Could be um, I, yeah, I love rollerblading. I actually broke my rollerblades a couple weeks ago because I went too hard. But <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, awesome. I love rollerblading and uh, I just love being outdoors. So anything I find outdoors, I'll do. <laughs> That's awesome. Um, favorite athlete growing up? It could be tennis or non-tennis. Yeah, I'm going to go non-tennis uh, for this one. So I grew up watching the Spurs. I'm a huge Spurs fan. So the big three, Tim Duncan, Parker, and Ginobili were my top three. Love them. Is that, is that the order of your top three? No, they're just called the big three. They're just like a powerhouse. But um, favorite, favorite tennis player, too. I mean, I grew up watching Kim Kleisters and uh, Caroline Wozniacki. Love those girls. So. Okay. Of the yeah. big three, it, it, who's your favorite? Is it Duncan, Parker? Probably Manu. Manu Ginobili. Manu? Okay. Yeah. I used to love playing with him on the video games. Um, <laughs> what about favorite TV show? Hmm. Favorite TV show. I, you know, I grew up watching like the Vampire Diaries and um, right now, oh my gosh, I'm so into Suits. I don't know. Have you seen Suits? I've watched a little bit of it. I, I, it's one of those shows that I would like to go back, start to finish. So good. You have to watch it. I'm in the middle of it right now. Favorite sport to watch, or I guess in your case, cover other, other than tennis? Oh, I love covering basketball. That's definitely my favorite sport to watch and cover. Yeah, basketball is uh, certain, certainly a fun one and certainly a big part of why I enjoy my job every day. Brittany, this has been great. Uh, I appreciate you joining Conquer and Prevail today, and, and we look forward to seeing you dominate on the court in the fall. Thanks so much. Pinnacle Hospitality is an award-winning hospitality company based in Spartanburg, South Carolina. Their growing portfolio of internationally recognized hotels include Hilton Worldwide, Marriott International, Intercontinental Hotels Group, and Wyndham Hotels. Their burgeoning restaurant endeavors are poised to create a uniquely and locally inspired social dining experience. As a full-service management company, their team provides expert management for owners and asset managers. This expert management is carried forward through Pinnacle's vision and mission. Waffle fans, we now welcome on assistant coach for the track and field program, Michael Wilson. Michael, thank you for taking a couple minutes out of your day and talking with us today. Yeah, man. Thanks for having me. Glad to do it. I think one of a good place to start would be to maybe explain to the fans your journey a little bit, because you kind of did a lot of different things from, from college to going down to Florida to the high school level. Can you kind of give us the, the brief journey to offer? Yeah, man. yeah, I'll try and make it as concise <laughs> as I can. So I graduated from Appalachian State. I was a pole vaulter and jumper and decided I wanted to get into coaching um, around my senior year and then Coached for a couple years at Lee's McRae College, which is a little Division II school um, up close to App, and then got married, moved to Florida, worked as a personal trainer, uh, worked at a winery, got my master's degree, worked at the rec center, um, and then decided I wanted to get back into coaching and 
was just kind of reaching out to coaches and uh, email Coach Bomar. He didn't have a position available, but I basically was asking him, you know, do you know of anybody? Didn't hear from him for a couple months and then got an email out of the blue saying, hey, would you like to come to Wofford? I need an assistant coach. And me and my wife talked about it and decided it would be, be a good opportunity. And we've been in Spartanburg, Greenville area ever since. Did you know Johnny Bomar or did you just, was it part of just reaching out to coaches in the area? Just reaching out. I, I've never met him. I saw that he was a Western grad and, you know, um, so I had a little bit of a connection competing against them in college, but no, I, I've never met him before. It's just a, just a random email. What, what made you want to get back into coaching? Um, well, I think a lot of it was just my experience as an athlete being impacted by the coaches I had, you know, um, both positive and negative. I, I had both, so I wanted to be that positive impact on on young people. I know what a what a difference it can make um, in their lives, even even after college. So that's kind of what started it. And then once I started getting into it, I was like, oh, I'm, I think I can do this. I think I can be pretty good at it. So um, that's kind of what got me into it to begin with. You kind of talked about a lot of the different things that you did. You studied exercise science. You got your master's. Uh, I believe in physical education from South Florida, your, your strength and conditioning coach. Was that obviously something you were all interested in, but how does that benefit you now that you're in the coaching ranks? Yeah, it definitely helps um, because, I mean, as as our, our athletes know, there's just me and Coach Bomar, and I, I kind of have to wear a lot of hats. Um, but when I first started at Lee's McCray, um, it was kind of the same situation. It was me and the head coach, and he was the distance coach and worked with the Prince, and so I just kind of had to learn everything. Um, I kind of knew about the jump because that's the events I, I did in, in high school and college. Um, but just learned from other coaches, you know, studied, took courses, stuff like that to learn about the throws and the different events. Um, and you just kind of do it out of necessity. And then the strength conditioning right. is kind of something I've always been interested in and went to school for. So it kind of just goes hand in hand, um, especially with a sport like track and field, which so much of, you know, each event is based off of um, the science behind it. Now, I won't ask you your, your favorite uh, event to coach, but when you were competing, did you have an, uh, an event that, uh, that you really enjoyed competing in most? Yeah, so my, my event that I was recruited for and did for the longest time <clears throat> was the pole vault. Um, so that was kind of my, my bread and butter. And then I was just good enough in some of the other jumps to kind of get thrown in there from time to time when they needed me. <laughs> yeah. You came here in 2015, and in that, that first season – um, you helped Coach Alexander Burgess to the outdoor triple jump. You helped Coach Bomar and the, the school set records. Uh, what was that first season like, get, getting brought on by Johnny Bomar and having some success? Yeah, it, it was a whirlwind for sure that first year. Um, I think I was still learning a lot um, of how to be a good coach and, and just really getting into the, the deep end of it. But he, he had done a great job recruiting some really good athletes <clears throat> that were freshmen and sophomores. And, I was fortunate enough to come in on the front end of that, and really it just snowballed from there. Um, the, the kids that freshman and sophomore year really bought into what we were trying to do, and uh, and then it just built on that, and, and this is where we've come. You you kind of mentioned it, and I was going to ask you. Each year, you guys continue to you know it seems like place better, set new records, you get more All Southern Conference honors. And you've been here long enough now that I think you have a good perspective. But when you look back on where you started and kind of the level the program's at now, what does that mean? Um, I think it really shows, you know, how much our athletes have, have committed to it. Um, 
I think looking back, it there wasn't you know as much of a um, priority set on on success. Um, and we came in and we 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 didn't want them to limit themselves. You know, don't cap yourself because of who came before you. Cap yourself based on what you're capable of doing and try and reach your own limit for each person. So, I mean, that looks different for each person, but we had some kids who had some real talent and they just needed to be shown that, hey, you can do this. You can get out there and compete with the best people in this conference and even in the country. We mentioned uh, head coach Johnny Bomar a couple of times, um, for those people that don't know. Uh, he was on one of the earlier podcasts, and I think they got a taste of his personality. But what's it like working with him every day? Hey, it's, it's fun every day, man. I, I don't know how it works, but um, <laughs> I mean, me, me and Bomar, we aren't, we aren't a similar, you know, we, we got very different personalities. But when we get together, man, we both know the end of the day we want to get these kids as good as they can be and give them every every opportunity in the in the world to succeed and if that if the end goal is the same it doesn't matter what the personality types are or what you like to do in your free time when you come to work and you have the same goal you know you, you're going to have success and we have a fun time doing it you mentioned that you guys have been in the area your family has been in the area for a while uh your, your wife becca also competed at Appalachian State and, you know, was really good at the high jump, you know, held some records there. Well, like, how beneficial is that to have someone that understands what you, you know, every day what you're doing? <laughs> it definitely helps some. Um, yeah, I, I, I got to put it out there. She was a better athlete than me. She made it to multiple NCAA championships, and she's still the school, school record holder at Appalachian State. Um, but, yeah, she, she kind of understands what I do for a living, and it, it makes it a little bit easier. Um, when, she, when I have to, you know, go to meets and be at practice all day, she knows that's just, that's just part of the gig. That's awesome. And you also have a, a daughter, Sylvie. Have, have the two of you started training her up yet? Oh, man, she's, she's already started on her own. She's running, <laughs> running and jumping. You know, she's nonstop, man. She's jumping off the couches, running and jumping down the hall. So I don't think we're going to have to do much coercion to get her into it. You probably don't have a lot of spare time, but – uh, when you're not, you know, recruiting, coaching, what are some hobbies that uh, you like to do to just keep you busy? Yeah, um, we like going out downtown Greenville and exploring, um, play golf, fish, you know, anything getting outside, as if I'm not outside enough. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, you're, you're always out there helping Andy and the grounds crew, yeah, <laughs> uh, making Wofford look beautiful. Um, what about favorite athlete growing up? Could be any sport. I mean, got to go with Michael Jordan if we're going any sport. I grew up in the Michael Jordan era. Um, track and field, ooh, that's tough. There's a pole vaulter named Tim Mack that I really looked up to. He was uh, Olympic gold medalist, I think, in 2000, if I'm not mistaken, 2000 and 2004. So he was kind of the pole vaulter and, and track athlete that I looked up to some. So, yeah, those two probably. Michael Jordan totally makes sense, but I, I thought you were going to go with Michael Johnson there for a second. The old yeah. I, I watched, I watched him time. just fly. Um, yeah. what, uh, we'll get you out of here on this. So far at, at Wofford, what's been the favorite coaching memory, whether it's a single meet, you know, culmination of a season, but, uh, you know, what's been your favorite so far that sticks out to you? Man, there have been a lot. Um, favorite single moment was probably first time in the NCAA championships in Eugene, Oregon. Um, you know, being involved in track and field, you know, you always look to that as like the pinnacle, you know, that's where everybody's trying to get to and be in there. Um, 
But I think just overall season last year, placing second at the conference championship, just because that the team really came together. And that that's something you don't get to see a lot in track and field when you think of it as an individual sport. Um, you saw the team come together for a common goal and do something that nobody thought they could do. The women's team get to second place overall at the outdoor championship. So that, was, that was really special. That's awesome. Well, Michael, this has been great. Uh, we appreciate you taking a few minutes out of your day, out of your vacation. That's how dedicated no you are to, to the program. So I'll let you go. Thanks again and enjoy the rest of the week. All right, man. Thanks for having me.